Hi, this is Nate Dunn from Data Driven Athlete with a quick coaching tip. If you want to improve your sprint performance on the bike, one of the best places to start is by better understanding the energy demands of a sprint effort. And the best place to start with that is by briefly describing the three different energy systems the body uses to propel a sprint effort. And those are the oxidative, the glycolytic, and the ATP PCR systems. And these different energy systems combine to support the intensity of different sprint efforts and their relative contribution depends on the duration of that all-out effort. So if you want to dig into this in a lot more depth, you can head over to our website at datadrivenathlete.com, click on the search box and type in sprint and that'll take you to one of our most recent blog posts written by our associate coach Matt Chatleon that describes in detail how to understand your sprint and also how to utilize different training techniques to improve it. Thanks. Welcome back, cycling fans. This is Tyler Yonke, Between Two Wheels podcast, episode 54. Hope you enjoyed this one. We're going to give you some short, quick interviews from the weekend past, the Winchester Circuit Race in Auburn, California. Uh, we talked to some of the masters in the 35 field. Uh, sorry we didn't get to everyone else, but, uh, you know, we have a life as well, kind of. Uh, so we enjoy. We're gonna have, we talked to Jonathan Baker. We talked to Jay Newton. Travis Retzer and Zach Morvant, all very active participants themselves, uh, part of the, the movers and shakers of the race, as well as their teams. So hope you enjoy that. Uh, we will be doing a recap show of the weekend's races and also of the World Tour, so stay tuned for that on the next podcast. Also, don't forget to rate and review us, uh, like, share the show, find us on our Facebook page, Between Two Wheels, the number two, Between Two Wheels, and B2W underscore podcast for Instagram and Twitter. Enjoy. John Baker, run for Touchstone Racing. Okay, and we're at the Winchester Circuit Race, and how did how'd you guys do today, first of all? Um, you know, we brought some good guys, and we were active, and in the end, we kind of got out-teamed by Pete's. You know, they had a guy up the road, and we were on the back foot, and one of our strongest guys, Jeremy, flatted kind of at a bad time, and, um, you know, had some, uh, had uh, a teammate doing a big pull, um, trying to get us back up to the front and wound up chasing on the last lap and, you know, left it a little short, both in the legs and in, uh, and in time. But, um, you know, the team was good. You know, we just had some bad luck. So. Yeah, I saw Jeremy carrying his bike around, kind of doing the backpacking thing. Uh, where did that happen? And did you see it happen? I saw most of the whole thing. He was actually, he was getting ready to jump off the front. And I guess he got, there was a little push to the right. He wound up getting pushed into the gutter. And he hit a seam and flatted both tubulars at once. And, and that's not good. So who was? give us a breakdown of who was off the front at the time. Because I think, what, three laps to go, we had two guys off. And then what you guys ended up doing and how you how far you kind of were to the finish. Um, there was a Pete's guy and then another guy. I don't, I don't know anybody's name. Um, I'll, I'll give you uh, <laughs> Jay Newton uh, for Pete's and then Zach Morvant. Okay, good, good. Good to know. Um, so they were, you know, up there and, you know, Pete's wasn't interested in chasing though, though Dan Bryant seemed interested in getting away and bridging. Um, so, you know, we were kind of playing a little bit of a waiting game, keeping it kind of feather in the gap, making sure it wasn't too big, but not just wanting to tow the field around. And this was like three to go, two to go. And, and, uh, you know, that was probably Jeremy's tactic when he flatted, um, coming into like, you know, a lap and a half to go, the gap was, had gotten pretty dangerous. And I asked my teammate Casey here, you know, 
let's do a turn into the into the final climb and uh, i'm gonna try to see if i can split the group or bridge up um so i he, he did a nice pull did some good work and um through the start finish i made a made a jump and wound up taking um there's like six or seven guys with me but it was you know three pete's guys um and I, there was really only one other guy who was willing to work with me up there um so we worked across the top and the gap was definitely coming down um but you know we didn't quite close it down before the final climb and and in the end you know i didn't have the legs on the last climb um and uh want to finish in uh you know mid-pack out of that last chase group so so you're well known as a guy to mark in these races for the masters so um you were kind of hanging around the back today was that just kind of a your plan of let's see how this goes because it was a decent enough group where the, the field wasn't you know split up on the climb and i know you're going to gila so it was just kind of just uh your training mode today um you know anytime there's a hard race i come out and i'm looking for a win you know because i i like this kind of racing you know attritional races guys fall out the back um but you know you only have so much effort you can put out so um you know i i definitely sagged the climb a couple times just trying to save that punch for um when it really mattered so um you know sometimes you want to go in the early move sometimes you want to try to go later and and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't and, so tell us about Gila. What, what do you got going for Gila? Last year, you kind of ran the board. So what's what's the plan for this year? Do you have any teammates going with you? I do. Jeremy's coming out with me. So And, and that's honestly all I've ever had. I've had like one teammate. Um, and it's worked out. You know, um, I can't say that my form is as good as it was last year. You know, last year, I actually spent six weeks at altitude leading into the race. And, you know, um, I had more race days. Um, so a little bit of a question mark, but it's a beautiful race. And I'm just going to. I'm going to go and have some fun and you know if i get a stage win or or if my teammate gets a stage win you know it's going to be a success out there and then what's after gila you doing cascade or any other big ones we've been talking about cascade i think it's on the radar um you know masters nats is on the radar and uh you know then you know whatever looks good locally so well good luck out there and thanks for talking to us today absolutely thank you you bet Jay Newton, Pete's Coffee Racing. And what race did you just do today, Jay? The 35 plus 123. And uh, that went well for you, didn't it? You uh, want to tell us about it? It went well, but very hard. Yeah, so this is a crazy race out here with a lot of climbing. And you got off the front, what, two laps in? Is that right? Um, I think so. I think so. I did some time alone with a couple laps in. And, and who joined you? Um, Zach Morvant. There you go. <laughs> no, because uh, I, I tried to get off... Uh, once and then got caught and then with I think it was like three to go um, going up that climb I think I got a gap and then um, that's when Zach came up with me and then the two of us stayed away. And how much work were you guys were you sharing it pretty good in there? Uh, first lap around together yeah we were sharing second lap he did most of the work and then the third lap I told him that he was too strong of a climber and I wanted my team to to catch up so I just sat on his wheel the entire time. He did all the work, and then uh, he still rode away from me at the very end for the win. Dude totally deserves it. He was super strong that whole time. So he was not willing to let your team catch up to you, and, and he just wanted to make sure you got second, it sounds like. Well, that's kind of a mean way to say it, but yeah. <laughs> no, obviously strong out there. Uh, were you concerned about uh, the group catching you then? Uh, I sounded like you wanted them to. Yeah, I wanted the group to catch us because that guy was really strong. I was pretty tired. And I looked back and saw a group gaining, and um, I saw some Pete's guy in that group, Pete's guys. So it looked like they were locked and loaded, ready to go. So I was hoping we'd get caught, but 
No, every time he looked back and saw somebody, uh, he put in a little more effort and we ended up staying away. How far away from him were you at the finish? Uh, Pretty close. I'd say 10 seconds, something, five to 10 seconds. So he, he had enough of a gap that he's able to put his hands up. Oh, then not fall over because that's a little steep finish there. Yeah, he was going fast. <laughs> he was going fast. What was your team strategy today coming in? Was it for you to get off the front and solo? I think it was for uh, any of us to try to get off the front. Um, and then uh, hopefully uh, Dan Bryant with one or two to go would get off by himself. And if not, we had a couple uh, strong guys like uh, Ronnie and Brian that could uh, finish it off. Do you feel like the team did, uh, did good work for you today? Oh, yeah, because we definitely would have got caught a lot sooner if uh, our team was chasing um, back before I raced with Pete's, I used to get caught all the time, but it's because the Pete's guys were chasing me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you're new on this team this year. How's it been going for you? Oh, it's been great. Great group of guys, super strong. Uh, they've been kicking my butt in training, and uh, I think it's helping me. So what is your, any other plans for the rest of the year, or is this kind of uh, just going along doing the local stuff? You traveling anymore? Um, I don't travel. Those guys are all going to nationals. Uh, I'm just going to stay around and do the local stuff. And um, at the local races, our plan is to just try to ride really fast. But that's a good strategy. We were just talking about how we need to just work on uh, being able to have sustain our, our output a little longer. That's probably kind of the same idea, right? Yeah, just pedal uh, faster and stronger. Well, I have uh, good friends like uh, Ronnie Levitt who's walking up here um, who uh, anytime I get off the front, as soon as I get caught, he likes to come up to me and just say, how come you didn't ride faster? You should just pedal stronger. He's got a good point, he right? Does. He does have a good point, but words hurt more than fists. Yeah. Are you doing uh, wind, uh, Auburn rate, uh, crit tomorrow? Yes. So I'm doing uh, 45s here in a few minutes, and then I'm uh, doing the 45s tomorrow at Auburn, and depending on how I feel, whether or not I do 35s. All right. Well, I'll let you go prepare for this one. So good luck. And have you got your podium picture yet? Not yet. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, you're going to audio record that too? I will audio record that too. <laughs> Thanks very much. Thanks. It's Travis Retzer, racing for Data Driven Athlete Racing, and I did the 35 plus one, two, three. Okay, so that was a pretty good field you had out there today. And first of all, how did you finish? I ended up in third. Um, yeah, I was ended up winning the field sprint, and yeah, it was a pretty strong group lining up. Do you feel confident calling it a field sprint when it's that much climbing? Uh, yeah, I guess I guess not. I won the field uphill. And we'll call it that. So give us a breakdown of what happened. Uh, we, we're also standing here by Zach, and we'll talk to him in a second. Um, he was obviously off the front, and I just talked to uh, Jay Newton as well. He was off the front. So what happened once the group got established, and what was kind of your, your mindset? Uh, well, I mean, it was the guys were off the front and going into the second-to-last climb, going into basically that climb with one lap to go. Jonathan Baker just started – he just lit up the base of the climb. And from that point, I think he he broke the field, the chase field, I guess. At that point, it became the chase field. It broke him from maybe 15 guys down to five or six. And at that point, it was just hanging on for dear life to, to stay with them throughout that last lap. When did you come around? Did you just wait on the finish uh, to, to pop them at the, at the finish, or did you take any uh, lead on the climb? So I, th I think it was Dan Bryant was in the lead at the base of the climb. Um, and then there was a stockier rider independent team. He was kind of second. I was basically third wheel at the base of the climb. And then it just started to get, got hot. And then it slows down a little bit as you go into the downhill leading up to that final sprint. Yeah. So at that point, the two of them sprinted, they were, one of the guys was dealing with some gearing issues. 
I didn't really take off on a sprint per se, but I just started pedaling as hard as I could and slowly made made time up and was able to get around him. How close were you to the the finishing guys uh, by the end? Do you know? Uh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Was there ever a chance that you thought you might uh, be able to close it down? Well, this is where this is this is my bad racing. I I didn't realize for a long time that there was the brake group. I thought the brake had come back, so. When I went across in third, I thought that was the front, so I, that was my mistake. Did you post up? I didn't post up. No. Well, well, it was a one. It was a one-handed little little mini fist bump, but okay. I've uh, I don't think I've ever posted up. But watch the photo will prove me wrong. Well, it sounds like you needed some good teammates in there to help you. Of course, always, always. Well, at least to tell you what the the, the status was on the road. Say that. I'll say that again. You needed some teammates to tell you what the status was on the road, and I, I'm as a teammate in this race, I'm apologizing right here. No, it's it's totally fine. I was at, I was sitting kind of at the front of the group, and the majority of that race, so I should have I should have realized that that group hadn't come back together. So that was kind of on me. But it wasn't really going to change how I was going to be able to race that last lap. You know. Well, congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. And you're tall. Howdy, I'm Zach Morvant. I race for Dolce Vita Freewheel. Presented by SL2 Cycling Apparel. And thanks for talking to us again. We talked to you a few weeks ago when you won the uh, the time trial, the Tempest Fugit. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I, I tried to win again today, so you guys would talk to me again. Well, that's <laughs> we'll talk to you even if you lose. <laughs> uh, some entertaining people. Uh, so you, I was talking to you at the start line, and it appears to me that you had not done this race before. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, yeah, I had, the, I had the free entry from uh, the Tempest Fugit results, so I figured, hey, might as well come out and race, get a little intensity training in before uh, fixed gear crit season starts. So what did you think of the course, first of all, um, obviously assessing it the first time around, and did you think after the first time that, hey, this is something that I could uh, really do well on? Yeah, I mean, I'd heard it was a pretty punchy course and pretty dynamic, so um, going into it, I, I kind of felt, okay, it's, it plays to my strengths. Um, and riding at the first lap, uh, definitely I, I was getting to getting the feeling that, okay, it's a, it's a bit of a tough course. It's going to be hard for people to, uh, to hide. So uh, that plays to my strengths as well a bit. So when did you actually make your move off the front? And then we'll talk about how you, that was sustained. Well, um, just to rewind a little bit, going into the race, I knew we had a lot of strong teams in the field. And I had, I had uh, just myself. So I knew I had to be uh, the figurative uh, Peter Sagan, everyone's quick step. Um, so my, my goal was just to stay top five wheels. Um, ooh, that's just a cone that he ran over. No big deal. Um, so uh, about halfway through, I noticed the field was getting pretty strung out um, after repeated ascents of that final climb. Um, and I noticed I had a bit of a gap going. Uh, I thought for sure the Pete's uh, national champion, I'm totally forgetting his name right now, um, Nick. Nick, Nick, I think. Um, I don't know the guy super well yet. I, I apologize. But um, I thought he was going to be the wheel to follow. So I saw the stars and stripes. I'm like, okay, maybe him. But then he kind of faded back a bit. And then uh, Jay from Pete's started going off the front a bit. So I was like, all right, well, uh, let's work together. And eventually we, we kind of had a gap, not a super hard attack that made it happen. But we had enough to keep it going. And I figured this is the moment. Let's, uh, let's keep drilling it. Yeah, so I did talk to Jay. And he indicated that the, the workload was somewhat shared on the first time. And then you just kind of took over the next few times around. Is that kind of correct? That's pretty correct. Yeah, he was. Uh, we were we were we were trading poles for the uh, the first. I'd say like lap, lap and a half. But then come the last lap, he was uh, he was kind of cooked. And you know, fair enough. He's got a full a full squad back there. So I knew I was stuck doing all the work. Um, so yeah, I just kind of took over and uh, tried not to burn myself, knowing it was going to come down to a sprint probably at the end. 
And so take me through that last lap and what you're thinking as he's sitting on. Were you worried that he might jump you at all and take this over? Or were you pretty confident in the way that you felt and you can see how he was doing? Um, he was, he was, we were both breathing pretty hard on the climb. So I didn't think he was going to jump me on any of the climbs before the finish line. I, I, I pretty much knew it was going to come down to that last, that last climb. And, uh, sure enough, as we're going into it, um, he starts, he starts kicking and that's when I know, all right, this is time for me to go. So I, uh, I shift and, you know, just let it all out and managed to manage to gap him. I almost ran into the field in front of us, but, uh, still had enough room to post up. Yeah, that, now I was going to say, he, he had also mentioned you had posted up. That's pretty impressive on that uphill. Were you worried about tipping over at all? No, I, I, was, I was confident I had enough, enough speed to keep it going. Uh, well done today. All right, well, thank you very much. Good talking to you guys again. Yeah, thanks. Congratulations. Congratulations.